the Muscle Mind Podcast, optimizing your life one episode at a time. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Muscle Mind Podcast. This episode is presented by HomeFit, your in-home personal training company. Whether it is in-home personal training, group fitness, yoga, health coaching, uh, nutritional services, online coaching, virtual training. These guys do absolutely everything. Please go to the website, www.homefitconsulting.com, and they have all kind of information on their services there. So thanks to HomeFit for being a proud sponsor of MuscleMind. Hey guys, welcome to the very first episode of the MuscleMind podcast. My name is Matthew Foster. we got Cody Robinson. We have Linda Ratliff here. We are new to the podcasting, so this might go incredibly terribly, or it might be the best thing you've ever heard. So <laughs> we'll kind of figure it out as we go. Um, today, we're going to kind of kind of go over and tell you a little bit about what this podcast is going to be about, what we're going to talk about. Cody and I, and uh, you know, obviously Linda too, we all sit down and talk, and we will end up rattling off about all kinds of stuff ain't that right Cody all kinds of stuff so we figured why not put it in a little audio form and we can have everyone listen to it and tell us how stupid or awesome we sound so we'll figure it out so uh, huh I'm just kidding. No, we're not starting. We're already, we're already in now. We're so rolling. We're rolling. Um, so yeah there there'll probably be a lot of uh, really out you know funny outtakes in this first episode but Obviously, we'll probably get better with, with time. And, um, yeah, so today we're going to do a little bit of intros into ourselves um, and kind of talk about different things. And um, yeah, so we'll start with uh, Linda. Let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about yourself sure. and how awesome you are. Why? Because I'm old? <laughs> no, because you're the smartest one here. Smartest, oldest, yeah. female. These guys are both yeah. you know, cavalier. They're uh, me. Um, I'm a damn Yankee. Moved to. Alabama after 20 years of traveling around with my husband in the army. Um, originally from New York though, um, I grew up playing sports and did pretty well in school, although my teachers would um, probably have different things to say about that. No. <laughs> I was a little bit of a smart aleck. <clears throat> um, no, you still are a smart aleck. No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. right. So I was, but I still <laughs> am. Um, but have always been into fitness and stuff like that. Uh, ended up when my kids started school, needed to do something because I've always kind of been a working class and uh, started working at a YMCA and decided I wanted to do personal training. Got into that. Years later, got into health coaching because I love the psychology of it all. Yeah, um, yeah. I really feel like the um, everybody will tell you it's an 80-20 rule and it's 20% nutrition and 80% or 20% fitness and 80% nutrition, but I disagree. I think it's about 50% your mind first. We gotta get your mind wrapped around it. That's Plot nice. twist. I like that. Right? Plot twist. <laughs> so anyways, I have two boys. Uh, one's uh, taken after his dad. He's a helicopter pilot in the United States Army. Other one is in college. He's doing well, working. And um, my husband still works for the VA. And we live in Birmingham, Alabama. We have pets, friends. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> Family. You always say Birmingham. That's, that's the most country thing that you say. Birmingham. Birmingham. Well, it is compared You guys to, do talk country oh, down here, though, man. Wait till I get started. There's some serious country talk going on around here. Birmingham, Alabama. Mm-hmm. 
from Walker County. So do I sound country when I say it? Just when you say it. Use it when you say it. Okay. That's all you said. All right, Linda, thank you, thank you, thank you. We all know you're an amazing human being now. Cody, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm going to have to say, no, I'm just super excited about this podcast. I will say that. I mean, that's something that we've been really wanting to do for several weeks. And thanks to Matt for being the, uh, I think, the constant steroid shot we've been doing for a while. <laughs> that's uh, right. Some really good things moving forward. Um, nope, uh, let's see. I was born in the state of Alabama. Um, I don't really want, know how far back I really want to go. It's pretty far back being born. That's um, <laughs> No. Um, grew up on a farm. Uh, so I am a country boy. I moved to Birmingham about 10 years ago. Uh, looking to probably move to Nashville pretty soon as we our flagship company grows. Um, anyway, so I have a couple degrees in exercise science. Um, you know, growing up, I was, I was kind of the fat kid. I think I even started a Facebook group called Former Fat Kids of America once I got through. It used to be a fat kid. Um, yeah, still, you? still am to an extent. Oh, come, no, come, no, come oh, on. Oh, no, no, definitely. I'll show you pictures about those. Oh, I'm so about to see these. That's why I can definitely emphasize with a lot of We'll put these up on our YouTube were, channel, by the way. You guys will get to see the pictures. <laughs> a lot of topics are going to be hitting home. I actually heard a guy say one time that research is me search. So usually you talk uh, about the things that you struggle with yeah. the most. Um, but yeah, I have a couple degrees in exercise science. Um, just really studied uh, you know, more the development of the body, the complexity of the body. That's kind of what really hooked me in was, was seeing how amazing our, our bodies really can be um, but also when you're really learning that type of stuff you learn uh, kind of the flaws and the things you have to work around which is really what I think a lot of the topics we're going to talk about as we move forward um, with all this stuff um, I have another degree in, um, in public health specifically in health behavior so that's really why I think um, you know as we were talking about the concept of this muscle mind podcast and actually diving deeper into you know, not just the, the correlation between the mind and body and how it affects each other, but just uh, just other avenues that you can kind of pull out and just go to the body, but also um, to the behavior of the mind and how it affects each other. Anyway, that's not that much because I knew I'd ramble about my background. <laughs> hey, it's fine. I'm, I'm more excited about uh, about this stuff. I do have, uh, let's see, certified personal training, strength conditioning specialist. Um, I have a degree in public health, certified health coach. Like you're Linda, telling us like you're Linda is. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm a super nerd. Yeah. Super nerd. Which is why we started talking about this stuff. And, yeah, I think hey, that's right. Well, so it's fascinating, though. Yeah. Um, all right, Matt. What about yourself, Matt Foster? Uh, I was born and raised in Tupelo, Mississippi, the home of Elvis Presley. It's about the only thing that comes from there. Uh, when I was 18 years old, I decided to join the Marine Corps. I played basketball in high school. Never lifted weights. Never really exercised a whole lot uh, besides running. Um Joined the Marine Corps when I was 18, uh, served four years active duty. I was stationed in Hawaii, uh, went on a couple tours to Afghanistan. Whenever I came back from my second tour in 2011, uh, actually got certified as a personal trainer. The reason why I got certified is to because uh, I had about three or four months of downtime that I, didn't, I couldn't really do anything, couldn't really do go anywhere. Um, so I was just kind of waiting to um, end my service. So I decided to use a little schooling. Uh, got got certified in personal training. Um, started personal training. Got out in 2012. Started personal training in 2012. In personal training for what did what would that be? Six and a half years or so. Um, through different states, built businesses through different states. Uh, been uh, at least in my opinion, somewhat successful. Um, uh, 
let's see, uh, I've got several certifications um, through ISSA. Um, you know, fitness is one of the things that I became very passionate about. Uh, not only like you kind of briefly touched on, which we'll talk about, not only the physical appearance, but also what it does to your mind, which I think is very important. I know whenever I got out of the military, I, I did suffer, and a lot of guys do, obviously, with PTSD issues and things like that. And the one thing that was always a consistent for me was exercise and and figuring out how the human body works and what works for a certain person, so on and so forth. Um, now, fast forward to now, uh, 2018, I uh, have a personal training business called Thrive Specialized Training. I work, obviously, with our flagship company, HomeFit. Uh, and Cody will tell you, I, I my niche clientele is the 20 to 35 year old females but you know hey that's that's what it is you got to find and i'm sure there's some personal trainers that will listen to this podcast too and i think we'll we'll get into um this podcast you know to helping personal trainers because everyone here has built a brand and multiple brands and learned how to what works and what doesn't work and i think the biggest thing is finding a niche and that's one of the things I'm passionate about is, is figuring out what you're good at from a business standpoint from a personal training standpoint obviously and learning how to capitalize on it but yeah I would say um, that's one thing I'm super excited about doing this podcast with I know we still kind of got the launch one episode one trying to get our heads wrapped around the complexity of all this stuff but I love the fact that we come from different backgrounds um, come from different locations um, our experiences our you know our our clientele, the people that we've worked with is kind of all throughout the board. I mean, the youngest mm-hmm. client I've ever worked with was seven. The oldest I've ever worked with was like 90, yeah, right. 91. Yeah. I think you've got the, the biggest the spectrum. Biggest spectrum yeah. yeah. But if I, I have probably to, eight to 75. Yeah. But if I had to pick my niche, I mean, I have, I think I have two. It's either like elite athletes, people who are yeah. trying to get to the next, to the next level or, um, older adults like geriatric, like high risk people who, Frankly, if you don't know what you're doing, you could cause a lot of harm. Right. But mm-hmm. it's just neat because um, you know being able to help. They're both. I don't know. Like athletes, obviously, they want to win, they succeed. But when you work with the other population that I work with, they're they're just they're trying to add years to their life. They're trying to keep their quality of they're life. They're trying to win and succeed too. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So anyway, so that's kind of mine. It's, but but I, I think that's important. So I'm sorry, but I think that's important too, and especially the, you know from a client standpoint, that's that's that is important. And as a business standpoint, as a personal trainer, if you try to cover all markets and be really awesome in all ten different levels of personal training, it's more you're 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 more likely to succeed if you find a niche or two that you can really really focus on, spend a lot of your energy on, research it, you know, have clients that are in that niche and see figure out what you're best at working with and then and then roll with it and try to capitalize on it the most, which I think is, you know. The really neat part about the fitness world. Yeah. Well, no, I agree. And I think, Mine really started out with yeah, no. athletes. Yeah. Because um, when I was in Florida, I was training soccer teams, and then that developed into football teams and just speed and agility and the different. But the more I did it, the more I wanted to learn. So yeah. I was constantly in the books trying to figure out more stuff about it. But when I moved up here, still, athletes are still a big part of what I do. But Really, it's a little bit older crowd now, so women probably, women, men between 30 and 50s probably, you know, people that are trying to live their life comfortably and healthy. Yeah, and this is, to me, again, that's why I think this is so neat, because I think we cover 
like the entire spectrum between the three mm-hmm. of us. And yeah. so that's why when we started talking about, you know, muscle mind, um, we see so many different walks of life, you know, like I said, as far as like home fit goes, um, you know, majority of our clients are that middle age range that's, mm-hmm. um, looking for quality of life. They're kind of that middle generation. So they have kids that are starting to get into mm-hmm. college or they're getting older. So they're struggling with that. As far as trying to balance that parents are getting older. Um, anyway, and just, uh, just a lot of things that's really getting in their way of their health and fitness. And so that's, a, I mean, there's so many things. I'm sure we'll talk about a few different of our favorite things here in a second when it comes to, um, like stress and then yeah. how that impacts and wreck, can wreck your body or if you de-stress, if you control that, how your body can be healthier. And um, anyway, there's just so many avenues we intend to go with that. Yeah, for sure. Like yeah, you said, PTSD, of, stress. Oh, for sure. I mean, fitness definitely helped. I know several guys that I served with that it's helped them even now. I mean, that's why I work out on a daily basis. It's not necessarily, you know, for look-wise, you know, obviously when I was – 2021 20, and that was like my focal point but now it's just for health and keep me sane and different you know different things like that but i've got a question for you send it so um my husband's prior military i am but i didn't um i didn't go overseas or anything but you did he did he was hard charging 22 years of active service um and then when he retired it was like what do i do now it's like for life sure. slowed down to like New, like I've said before, you go 90 to nothing. Yeah. And I'm sure you did when you were oh, in the Marines. I'm calm, a lot calmer than I used to be. So, <laughs> believe it or not. So, making that transition, I mean, how how much does physical activity affect that? Uh, a lot. So, whenever we were in our second deployment, uh, uh, we, we, you know, obviously, when, you know, when you're in the military, you have a lot of downtime. You have a ton of downtime, especially when you do go overseas. There's only so many things you can do. You know, there might be a squad or something going out and you know, another squad's in, you know, back not doing anything. So physical exercise became a, a huge part of me during my second tour to Afghanistan. But yeah, whenever I came out and then I got out, exercise was the one con, no matter, because I didn't have a plan. I mean, most people <laughs> don't. When you get out of the military, whatever, you really don't have a plan, especially at 22 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you've basically just been told what to do for four years and you know actually becoming an adult but um that was something that i continued to do every single day whenever i first got out the first thing i did and went back and you know moved back home was go find a gym mm-hmm. that was the number one thing that i did because it's something that's a it's a constant it'll keep your mind off of the fact that you literally just had a complete life-changing event and I can imagine 22 years, mm-hmm. you know, that's a, that's a long time. I feel like he, he was at that level for so long and then, then yeah. to come into just well, a civilian world was like. And the, and the thing too is you have people, you've been there, you know, for 22 years, people literally think you're like a, uh, like the newer guys think you're like a God or something. Like mm-hmm. they look up to you. They listen to everything you say. When you get out, no one, honestly, no one cares. Right. No one cares. No, yeah. I mean, you know, and a lot, especially now, I mean, a lot of jobs aren't really uh, tra- transferable over into the civilian life. I was a combat engineer. I dealt with explosives. That didn't, you cannot just walk around out here <laughs> and start blowing stuff up. No, not a good But, idea. you know, I learned, you know, but there's, you, you, so you kind of have to make your own way with that. But exercise is 100%. It, it's still, and it will always be impactful in my life. 
See, for him too, it's, it's the one thing that I think when he exercises, he gets that adrenaline rush again, and he gets... Well, it gives you a sense of mental. purpose as well. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, he just, but those are the times he feels best is when he exercises. Right, 100%. So, interesting. That's, that's kind of what I was going to you know, segue into next was you know, the importance of exercise and kind of what your point of view is. That I know that there's people, and especially now when you Google you know, how to exercise or what's the best exercise, there's a million and gazillion things to do. And obviously, there's more than one way to skin a cat, but just to kind of get into you guys' philosophy into exercise and what, you know, what, what you consider to be staples and, and certain things that are just a hard yes and certain things that are hard no's and just your philosophy over your years of training uh, for someone that, be, that, that might be listening that's never exercised before, doesn't know where to start, where would you guys start where would you tell someone that you need to for sure get this down this down that down what is your philosophy on that cody you want me to start yeah man. i think it might surprise you though because like a lot of people say oh you should do this you should do that my first response when somebody asks me okay where do i begin or what do i need to do or you know they say do i need to start with abs and start running do i need to start doing this food yeah i always say move yeah it's a good like, point you just, just you just something. gotta start doing something yeah. they don't i think the overwhelm What's that one phrase as far as like paralysis, by, you know, analysis, paralysis, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. No, I think that truly applies to people who are starting out in the world of, of fitness or trying to, you know, make those lifestyle changes. Yeah. Um, and it really does overwhelm. That's why, I mean, truly that's why, um, like New Year's resolutions and things like that's why they don't really. Oh, for sure. Really, yeah. They don't last very long 100%. because it's the people just go, they try to make so many changes all at one time and. You know, I think if you can find and start off the things that, that you enjoy, um, you know, I don't know, my approach really to, to health and fitness is there's, there's a lot more in-depth going on. You know, you can tell by looking at me, I'm not the fittest one in uh, sitting at this table. Um, but I think a lot of that's probably just the way that I approach fitness like I do. You know, I'm healthy. I, I yeah. really promote health and, and lifestyle management to a lot of my clients and people I'm around. And um and I'm always battling, you know, with trying to lose yeah. weight and body image and that type of stuff. But um, and we can kind of come back to that stuff later. But that's my first thing is is pick something that you um, that's going to allow you to move, something you enjoy. And you're talking about anything like if you like playing basketball, yeah, yeah, go, go do, yeah, yeah, I got you, yeah, yeah. I mean, just the, that's usually my first thing, and I know Linda's going to elaborate on probably several other points, but that, sure. that's my initial response to people. No, I'd agree with you. You know, it's. The biggest thing is to find something you enjoy. What I hear, though, is I don't like any kind of exercise. Yeah. yeah. Then, so what, what would you do in, in, in so, that situation? Yeah. But it, it, you haven't looked long enough. You haven't tried enough different things, if that's the case. Yeah. Because there's always something, something you can yeah. do. That, that video recently of the 71-year-old woman. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's killing it. In the gym. 60, I saw that. 65 years old. She finally figured out what she's good at. Because yeah. she kept trying, but sure. but she's good at it. Right. So, oh, the one that was lifting real heavy weight. Uh -huh, yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting. So, so you can find it. You just got to keep. You got to keep trying. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, but back to you know, where else do you start? You got to start with the foundation. You know, you got to start with balance. Mm -hmm. Their posture. That's usually where I start. Mm -hmm. Kind of assess their posture. Do they have some imbalances that so you need true. To, yeah. to take a look at? Um, and if they do, what's causing them? 
because it could be their job. It could be, you know, just bad um, habits over time. Um, definitely with like one of my clients, <clears throat> he's a oral surgeon and he just, he's in a crooked position most of the day. So we work with some of the imbalances that he has because of that. Um, so, so posture and then balance, I'd say I'd, I'd start with those. Cause a lot of people don't have that core. A lot of people are really strong, mm -hmm. but all the little muscles that surround the spine are not as strong. They're, they're poor. They can't hold a plank for more than 20 seconds. Right. Yeah. And, that's, yeah, that's true. And if that's the case, you really need to work on that core. You need that foundation. Yeah. I mean, I just, I think about that, you know, the more that we can kind of convey the importance of that, maybe more and more people's lives will be changed because once you start doing those foundational movements, um, you start to see your progress. And that's why, that's why the new year's resolutions uh, don't really, I don't know why I keep coming back to that, but I think that's when we see, you know, an influx in the fitness industry of people trying to hit the ground running. Yeah. And I say it every single time I say about the third week of January, you're, you're, that's when you're going to start to see the phase out. So that's when people are so sore. Anyway, go ahead. Well, no, I was going to, I was going to kind of piggyback off that because that's yeah. true. But you know, people will, will go into the near and say, Oh, I want to, I want to run a 10 K. Well, that's fantastic. But yeah. you haven't been in the gym in two years. Right. So I think, you know, starting my number one thing is just habit based deal. Right. Whether that, I mean, I was listening to another podcast last night. Oh, who was it? I don't want to leave it out, but uh, I'll look it up later. But they, they, he was talking about, it was all about habit-based to where, you know, he had a guy that hasn't been in the gym in a long, long time, and he was scared to go in the gym. It was, you know, obviously it's a very intimidating place. Uh, that's why you should call our guys at Home Fit. <laughs> it's a very... Uh, shameless plug. That's right, shameless plug all day. But they, and that's why, but he, he, he had him put on his tennis shoes and step outside for a week, every day for a week, and then walk back in. Mm -hmm. And then the next week, he would get into his car and drive to the gym, stay at the parking lot, but he wasn't allowed to go in. Mm -hmm. Then he would drive back home. The next week, he would do all that, and he would go into the gym, but he could only stay for five minutes. Mm -hmm. That's your body getting into that natural habits. It's the same with um, your eating habits, which we haven't even discussed anything about eating, which is obviously so important, but just choosing little habits, little tiny things. Mm -hmm. If you love... Cokes, chips, and cookies. We'll pick one, get rid of the one, we'll yep. do the other two. So I always say pick Can, yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't overload yourself. And that, that I'm really glad you brought the New Year's deal because that's such a I hate I hate that because I think people overshoot so many goals. And I'm all about having you know lofty goals. That's great. Mm -hmm. When it comes to something that you're already doing, that's fantastic. But a new to lose a hundred pounds in one year and run a ten k, but you haven't exercised in three or four years. That's very, you know, that's yeah. that's very well, overwhelming. And then, yeah, I mean, we're talking about behaviors now, which is really what I think we <laughs> we three of us love the most because we feel like we're we're good at looking at uh, emotional intelligence. We're good at mm -hmm. reading people, um, which is why I think we can really help identify the things that are going to help people to yeah. live a sustainable lifestyle. Yeah, I think if people could quit looking at you know, January is like the marker and actually yeah. if they give themselves like, since we're doing stuff kind of on a quarterly basis and actually establish quarterly goals, they might that's a, that's a, give them more, I completely agree with give that, them more yeah. room to work because then you can say, okay, break your I, year into four parts. Right. It's simple. I can give my first, first month can be that, okay, let me build my habits. Let yeah. me get my routine going. 
And then by the time you get to the end of January, I mean, less than half of the gym's going to, you know, less than half the people that were there already in January are going to be gone. So you have more room to That's true. <laughs> and, 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 yeah. Gym. And I, I, I read somewhere that it takes, uh, it was like 29 days to build a habit mm-hmm. or something like that. That's why a lot of people do 28 day challenges. Or 21 yeah. days. There's, it depends yeah. on the size of the depends challenge. Depends on what it is. That's right. If it's a very small challenge, it can, it may only take you a week to develop the habits today. Sure. If it's a big thing, it could take you two or three a months. A couple years. I mean, if it's Even a couple years. I mean, but, absolutely. But it's that whole 21 days or 29 days is kind of a myth. Yeah. Well, no, well, I say to people, too, like pick what's going to be the easiest or what's going to be the easiest for you to adopt first. To, to begin so with. Like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So this blows my mind, but I mean, you can kind of tell by looking at me. But like, you know, I would rather exercise than I would change my dietary behaviors. But yeah. some people, are more, they're like, okay, I'm going to do better at meal prepping or I'm going to do better at... Um, cutting out like a soda for the week it's versus going to the gym. I, mm-hmm. It's easier for me to, to do the physical uh, before I get to the, the nutrition. And if you jump into the, if you jump into the physical exercise, knowing that's the hardest thing for you to accomplish, then it's that's because exercise is the easy part. hundred yeah. percent. I mean, to, to most people, I think they would agree. Exercise is the easier I've learned that I've learned that it's it's not always that for some people some yeah, people see, it's, never, it's the most yeah. intimidating part right so they start if they start the with food. their food uh, that's just what I'm saying I'm that's, just, a, so that that's, a, that's what I love about it though I mean there's so many different people different angles yeah. mm-hmm. you know um, with, with the the majority of people that I work with right exercise right. is easy right, right. That's because the of all new, the people you've been and, around. And they're younger mm-hmm. and they've got, you know, they've, you know, they have a more energy or whatever the case may be, but mm-hmm. the exercise is the easy part. The, well, the metabolism is actually the metabolism, better. Exactly. I would 100%. say too, when, when you do that at a younger age and you're active all the time, mm-hmm. eating is not a big deal. Right. So you do end up eating more of the bad foods, but your body's already more of a machine because you've been exercising. Where if you haven't been exercising and your body's already soft at a young age, then it becomes a harder thing to mm-hmm. do. The exercise becomes harder, so then you might want to focus on a diet. But. Yeah, yeah, and everyone's different too. I mean, like you mentioned a minute ago about uh, finding something that's good for you. I love playing basketball. I hate doing cardio, so I play basketball. Yeah, you know, like and it's I, great cardio. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I ran so much when I was in Marine Corps, I said I would never run again, mm-hmm. so I don't run. So I don't enjoy it. If I don't enjoy it, I'm not, unless I'm doing a 5K, 10K or something like that. For or a ruck. A ruck or something like that. But even ruck's a walk. I can walk all day. Oh, that's true. But they, you know, basketball is something I enjoy. So that's what I, the same with you, push to do something that you actually will do because you actually enjoy to do it. And then you're more amped to pick up those things that you don't like to do, that you think you don't like to do. But some, you know, you might build up a little bit of tolerance and, uh, Muscle atrophy, and you, you get better and better, and you want to do some of those harder things. Yeah. I would encourage. I mean, I would encourage people to sit down and actually write this stuff down. Hundred percent. Since we're so into that right now, too, as far as like planning and trying to, because when you write stuff down, your body really holds on to it um, so much more. Um, but like, make that list of what things do I find easier? Is it, you know, what behaviors can I adopt? Um, it's like a, a friend of mine was one of the things that he started doing. I kind of encouraged him to do because it was super busy you know executive level um type scenario it was just there's some days run out of the house and forget his workout clothes well clearly he's not going to do his workout but if you start packing he'd actually put that in his car he'd pack it and put it in his car so they eliminate that's it it does take all these little bit but it's the little it's the little tiny things like you know 
you know, like you know, we started using this planner. What's it called? The full focus planner. The full. You guys need to check that out. Oh, if you guys, yeah. And then so, but it was talking about, and one of the things I was looking at, just doing like the evening routine and stuff like that. If you put on there, like lay your clothes out, your workout clothes for the next day, it's easier to jump into your workout. If you if you work out in the mornings, a lot of people love to work out in the mornings. And I'd be interested to hear you guys take on like faster workouts. But then if you yeah. work out like in the morning and stuff, you if your clothes are already laid out, yeah. you're way more obligated to yourself to get up, put your clothes on and go get that run in or go get that workout in. Whatever the you know, whatever it is, mm-hmm. it's just it, it's just same with like meal prep. If you spend Sunday for an hour and a half cooking food and you spend money on it, you're probably gonna eat that food. And you're mm-hmm. gonna save time because you're not having to decide what you're going exactly. to exactly and you're going to so. save money i mean it's just yeah <laughs> not thinking just doing just it not thinking just do it and i think a lot of people do overthink exercise they do and nutrition i think they try to and sorry to say and you know whatever i think there's fitness professionals out there that try to make it too complicated for people yep. we they right. don't dumb it down and i'm well, if you teach and that's okay and that's a huge part especially you're this way i know you're this way we try to educate our people. It's like yeah. when we started this business and people were like, hey, what kind of products are you going to sell or whatever? And you talk about this too. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, none. Because our goal is to educate people but but help them understand that you need to learn ways to empower yourself. And right. it starts with the basics and the building blocks. And, and once you adopt those, that's how a lifestyle change. If you get dependent on, you know, not just supplements, but um, which we could go all day on that stuff. Um Hmm. You get dependent on these whole things. Whole new podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, you had a client in Possible. particular that he, I mean, you know, he he had this, um, what, weight loss, like shakes that he was taking. I've always said, this is my thing, and I don't need to get hung up on this. We can do this later as far as another, another series or whatever. But, like, the dependency, uh, because, you know, it's, it's something you grab, you go. Well, this particular business went, this supplement line went out of business. What's the name of it? Um do you remember? Metafast. Metafast. Um, you remember something called Body by Bye by yeah. Salus? <laughs> that pyramid crap. Right. And see that that that's uh, just <laughs> I hate it. Can of worms. Can of worms. <laughs> no, I, I know it. what you mean. But this was this is what I've told people for years, and the fact that we have an example is it went out, so we no longer had access to it. Well, it took Linda six months to a year to get to, him to understand that he needed to eat real food and. Here's the, real food. here's the thing with protein shakes, and I'm just going to go ahead and say it right now. Because hey, why don't you jump in? There? Yeah, because most because people because people don't know that they they literally don't know this. You're you don't have to have a protein shake post workout if you're going throughout your day and you haven't you haven't you've been busy and you're you haven't got your protein in for the day. If say you do a macro counter, so you know you're lacking on your protein for the day. Then you have a protein shake. But after you finish your workout, you don't have to have a protein shake. Your body is going to absorb it. And more than likely, you're going to shit it out. So you're wasting your money, essentially. Because you've already had enough protein. Because you've already had enough. You you don't need the protein shake. The only reason why protein shakes are good, and they are good. There's some, I mean, whey protein, casein, that's a whole nother deal. But they, if you're lacking protein for that day, or you know you're not going to be able to get meals in, you've got something going on. Then you have a protein shake, but don't feel like you have to go stop at the store after every workout or whatever or buy these freaking 10-pound tub of protein and have it after every workout. That's my my take on it. I agree with you. What I was going to say was I love the fact that we're taking this to the the general public because what's happened is – 
been a part of different research studies and stuff like that, and they'll talk about how when you take you know your weight protein or whatever, you know, get it in that thirty minute to sixty minute window so it goes you know more absorbent. And there's, I mean, there's some like truth to you get more out of food to that. But what I'll say is like the reason that it's so kind of beaten over the head, especially by you're coming. Well, there's yeah, there's the money component as well. But what I'll say is like a lot of your trainers, and of course. Again, this is I really love jumping into this stuff. Maybe we'll make some people mad. Who but cares? A lot, a lot of these trainers start your own podcast and talk about. It. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, seriously, a lot of these trainers come from you know they they come from being stick thin. They start yeah. taking you know yeah. supplements, whatever. Start eating, they put on some weight. You know, and they say it's a lifestyle change. And but I mean, a lot of that high level or like that strong push for uh, like taking protein shakes or whatever. Um, comes from more of that bodybuilding realm anyway, yeah. which how many people listen to this is probably going for body, which I have a lot of friends who are bodybuilding. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, to support what you're saying, yeah, it's, it's not necessary for you it's not. to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it depends on it. I mean, obviously, it depends on your goals, but right. your nutritional intake also depends on your goals. You right. eat for what you want to look like. You train for how your body wants to respond. So if you are looking to put on weight or something like that, then yeah, having a protein shake at night before you go to bed so your body sits on it and gains that weight, that's fine. But for the general population, if right. you're just you know, someone who's trying to lose a little bit of weight and trying to get in better shape, no, you don't have to go buy these $50 protein bags or whatever. Right. And I'm a huge component of supplements. Right. I know you yeah. guys aren't. No, no, I mean, I, I take the yeah. stuff that I take. I'm not saying I don't. I'm just saying we don't push. Because we have, client. we have right. so many people that come to us that – there's a lot more going on in their lives than just trying to lose 10 pounds. Right. If somebody comes to me and says, hey, I need to lose 10 pounds, I'm like, okay, here's another trainer. Because right. I, I got to dig in there with what's stressing right. you, what's you know, what kind of, what's really going on in your life. So anyway, I'm sure it was more of that. But I no, just, that's, I mean, and that's, the, it gets back to, you know, for the trainers out there that are listening to this, it gets back to finding your niche and understanding what you're good at and how you can best serve the general public. Mm-hmm. To capitalize it not only monetarily but to you know help out as many people as you can but that's the other reason we don't push them though is there are a lot of different good ones out there. that's true we don't to, want to, to say them. you know yeah. this is the best one out there mm, research is and especially just research and development everybody keeps changing so one that was the best last year may right, be the best be. this I year think it's, so right so that's Hold that topic, but yeah. Right. No, this is good. This is what we want to do. I mean, we wanted to kind of just throw some darts out there. Start like even you said, I want to know about fasting workouts. I do think we need to table that one. And not going. <laughs> no, I, 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 no, I, no, I'm not saying. I don't care if this thing's three hours, guys. You oh, understand? No I, no, I agree with this stuff. I'm just saying I would like those types of topics. <laughs> not me. Not I got, me. I got to do. Yeah. I got a client. <laughs> well, again, it, and a lot of, I think a lot of these topics is going to come down to, and this, this is to me. Okay, here's to me. If, if somebody. Whoever's listening, if you're going to ask somebody, like a trainer, somebody, like a specific question, and if they give you an immediate answer, like an immediate, like to the point, like by the book answer, uh, be a little bit concerned. Because I. Interesting. I, the reason I say that, no, I'm not saying. Because no, no, no. you even say, well, it depends. What I was going to say was, like, if, if you ask somebody, like, like us, for example, or whatever, we're going to say it depends because it does depend on. A lot person. of factors, yeah. A lot of the factors. What what's going on? What their bodies can withstand? You know, I mean, we can, you could even go into different like sleep cycles or when your yeah. ins- yeah. when your insulin is actually at its target. Circadian rhythm. Body. I mean, everything yeah. goes into it. So anyway, that's just all I was going to say on that. As far as uh, all these different topics that we're talking about. 
and that that's a really good thing I wanted to talk to um, as well. This is more or less speaking to the uh, the audience, I guess you could say. But um, it's being very careful and vetting who you listen to and who you hire as a trainer or as a health coach or as a nutritionist or something like that. I mean, there's a hundred percent. I mean, you can Google right now, you know, what's the best diet and you're going to get 30 different things like keto, keto and all this yeah. stuff, which I mean, <laughs> keto for some people are, is fantastic, it's, yeah, it's but keto for some people is messing up your hormones mm-hmm. and preventing you from getting pregnant. Like you've got to do some research, got to get your blood work done and seek out actual professionals and, and what it is that you're trying to do. I mean, I think that's, don't just walk, I was about to say a gym, but don't just walk into yeah. a gym and say, I need a personal trainer and be okay with whoever they give you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, don't do that. Like that. Because you're literally, you could get hurt, you could get injured, you could end up going backwards, you could have a bad experience and never step foot in the gym again. Because I've heard that a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I love about when people come out and reach out to us though. Because we, we match you up with skill sets, personality, yeah. like all that stuff that can go much longer way. But yeah, you're right. You just walk in, just yeah. take you in. Because you don't know who it you're It needs getting. to be tailored to you. Right. It needs to be tailored to you. No cookie cutter crap. Yeah. It drives me crazy. Yeah, the basics of exercises are all the same. Mm-hmm. Like the basics are the basics. They've been the basics forever. But everything Although else. Although even basics have changed over time. That's right. But sets, reps, rest periods, all that needs to be tailored to what you're trying to do. Right. And then you dive into nutrition. That's a whole different ballgame. Sorry, man. You said something earlier that I was thinking about, and then you said something else. And Sorry, just gotta tell me to shut up. <laughs> no, no, you're good. No, I think I think we're a lot of I think we're on the right right track, really, because we're yeah we're rambling, which we do good, but at the same time, that's and it's good. actually being recorded this time. No, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, All right. What was your thought, Linda? Yo, oh, it went. Oh, you went yeah, away. Muscle, oh, muscle mind. It was, no, it was something about you're talking nutrition. Was after the shakes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, it'll come back to you. It will. So get that pen ready because when it comes back to you. So one of the things I know we wanted to do, um, especially in this one, because clearly we're passionate about many areas, and yeah. we want this podcast to be something that where we really do go down these rabbit holes, um, so that you know the episodes being tailored to those and and whatnot. So when we were coming up with the concept of this, I mean, it was really. Uh, I don't know who I, I guess I'd probably give Matt probably, probably more of your brainchild or you really were thinking you know we need to just go ahead and do You're this because yeah. nobody's well, doing that I mean nobody's doing I wouldn't say nobody nobody around here anyway. nobody around here is doing um, at least what the level that we're wanting uh, to kind of take it you know I've, I've researched other podcasts where they'll you know obviously they'll talk about plenty of fitness ones out there they'll talk about was in one fitpreneur or um, something like that. It was, uh, yeah, it was like something like Taylor for entrepreneurs and that type of stuff. And that's good. We'll even get into some of that stuff. But anyway, our world is so complex and there's a lot of areas that people actually do not cover. I mean, the fact that you led with PTSD, I mean, the fact that, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I wonder how many podcasts that you actually hear or people talking about the impact of, of exercise, the impact of fitness on, you know, anxiety. Yeah, well, that's a that's a thing that I like. I'm a huge. We I think we we touched on that a little bit about. Yeah. I think because you look at, I don't know how many years ago, but all of a sudden these sudden uh, 
jump in anxiety and depression and mental illness in our in our country. Mm-hmm. It's huge right now. It's like it's it's the thing. I mean, everyone knows someone in their family or friend yeah. that suffers from some type of mental illness. Whether you think they're just being a weak human, which in some cases might be the case, but in you know, it's still more prevalent now than than mm-hmm. it ever has been. And I think that is directly linked to the lack of exercise and the poor nutrition in our in of America in our societies. Because you don't look at you know different countries that are a little bit healthier than we are. We they're not talking about mental illness. They're not. Right. They may have shorter either. lifespans because of other illnesses, but but they don't suffer from the same. That's thing. right. They're not having miserable quote unquote miserable Which, lifespans. Right. Well, yeah. and you're getting. I mean, you go down that slippery slope because when you when your anxiety levels are high and your depression levels are high, your stress levels and you're are not high, exercising, you're eating like crap. Our favorite thing really leads into I say favorite, but like is stress is like people hear stress and that's just oh man, you know, it's just a, our topic. But how that affects your cortisol levels, you know, that makes. Which is causes inflammation throughout your whole body, yeah. and it affects your ability to lose weight and ability to function, and sleep, and water absorption, and all that stuff. Anyway, um, but, that, but that's that's something we'll do an episode to talk about that. Right? Yeah. About you know directly linking and, and things that that um, just our take on mental illness in correlation with exercise and nutrition because. I mean, there's been so many studies, and we can do our research studies, and you right. know, well, that's what we it, want to do. We'll make sure we yeah, get the, all the sources correct. Right. But th- without question, you know, you can be going to, I don't know, a, a, a couple weeks ago, I was just like tired and just felt, you know, those couple of days you just felt tired. Yeah, it happens to all of us. And I'm like, too. man, I'm eating like crap. Mm-hmm. Well, I started eating better, and I still exercised, but I started eating better and drank more water. And it was like instantly snap out of like, oh, feel sorry for yourself mode for no reason. And I just think more people need to be brought to light to more people because right. they, they, they don't – you don't know what the hell you're putting in your body. Well, that's a, a huge connection. Right. Well, I didn't want to stop you because I felt like you were about to jump in on that. But what I was going to say was you know, when people – when you can stop and think about what you have access to and use that as your tools um, – you know, like case in point, like you said, you know, it, it's easy to go down the, you know, kind of that slope of, um, you know, woe is me. And you start hyperanalyzing things yeah. that you're not. You're beating yourself up for nothing. Whatever. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, you cut out. You That's cut anxiety. Out coke and you, yeah, it right. is. But then you flip into like the healthy eating or whatever. But the fact that you knew, okay, one of the biggest reasons I'm feeling this way is because I'm just, I'm just eating like crap. And it's, and it's so true. But then you changed it. And then you know, that's like for me, it's like when am I the most productive as far as like our business goes? It's, it's when I work out. It's yeah. when I, if, I don't, if I miss a day of working out, I'm not going to be productive. Well, and I'm you not can't be, be hangry. I cannot be hangry. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Cody hangry, I don't well, think. Please. There's only a handful Have of people. I? Let's see. What's like, what, what did Adam say the other day? I asked him, I said, I feel like the. Uh, Eat a Snickers. I wonder what my Eat a Snickers character would be. Petty White? He said Petty Petty White. (laughs) Yeah, I... That's funny. And my wife will attest to that. It's not pretty. It's not pretty. Anyway. So you're right, though. The exercise and the eating, right? But we know that. And this is our world. But but for so many people, it's not their world. They haven't made the connection yet. And here's the deal. We struggle with it. So how much are they struggling? That's what I was just saying. Like, we all struggle with it. And there, and there, I mean, we're around health, fitness, 365. Mm-hmm. Right, but you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. So this if is why you we're don't doing know podcast, it, yeah. you need something like this where 
where we're talking about it so you can it, at least start thinking about it and, and start changing your mindset because as yeah. you think, you feel, you do. So you got to start thinking about it first. Right. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think well, that was more. That was even more of your vision on, on muscle mind, kind of coming back to the concept of this podcast. Yeah. Making that decision, that mental decision of how it can affect everything else. It's all related. Um, yeah. But you have to take the thing. That's why we started off 2018. Um, our biggest like company-wide thing was awareness. Mm-hmm. And if you don't take the time to stop and like self-assess, you're not going to identify these things. You're yeah. going to keep going through the same same routines like you're going. It's like a cycle, man. Yeah. It's brutal. Like, but, and I know we've all seen it from, from people. Even, I mean, even, you know, when you go to a client's house and mm-hmm. one day they're like, let's do this, let's rock it out. The next week they're like, oh, I really don't want to do this. Well, what do you think is the number one thing? Mm-hmm. I always think, I bet you haven't been eating right. You probably haven't been drinking water. And those are probably the only two things that they're not doing. As opposed to the week before, and they were all chipper and ready to go. I would say nothing else. Quite rest. Unrest. Yeah, I would say sleep. That's usually yeah. what you. Sleep's a lot to do with it, but sleep is. I think sleep's directly related to how much water intake you have and your nutrition as well. That's true. Yeah, Absolutely. because your metabolism is impacted. Well, you get by all these excess sugar crap. These excess, right. you know, um, um, slow slow digesting carbohydrates slows you down, makes you lethargic, and blah blah blah. Yep. You can't sleep. You're not feeling good about yourself. I think it's all linked. Really. Right? Really? <laughs> Weird. It's all Weird how that happens. It makes me think of, um, I know we had another client of ours that uh, was fascinating to me. But, uh, he, executive, um, big business owner, big business owner. Um, and again, that's why I like talking about this stuff because we see not just yeah. not just your daily walk of life, you know, um, scenarios, but like, you know, we see these, these high stress, high performance type of people. And... Um, we just see so many other avenues. But anyway, he uh, there's a lot of things going on with business. I probably had like 100 people that work under him and whatnot. So big decisions, a lot of things going on. And um, we had one of our trainers that I think they were making good progress. And then it was just, he just, just knocked. It was like abrupt. And so, um, you know, instead of, it took like a week or two weeks. And instead of trying to keep pushing through the same workouts, like a lot of trainers <laughs> continue to do we'll just push through this and that's I mean you need to push mm-hmm. majority of the time but clearly this was like so high anxiety that you know any more stress whether it be de-stress or use stress you know negative or positive stress was gonna could break like could break it yeah it was not gonna be healthy right so they spent two weeks just on de-stressing they were going through um, not just motivational I'm trying I'm trying to think of like some of the Dude, yeah, I, I, the techniques, the breathing techniques, mm-hmm. the actual relaxation, and it was evident that that guy started, uh, the, the client of ours, uh, he even said it, he was like, I needed that more than anything, and then his weight started to come back down before they even started back training again. Like, I, I, I was listening to a podcast, and it was talking about that, it was a guy that just sold the uh, UFC, what's his name? Yeah, I know you're talking about What's his name? Oh my God, it's going to drive me nuts. Please look it up. But he was <laughs> he was talking about he had so many, he was working out all the time. He had a trainer. Yeah. And that he, he was uh, uh, Don something. He, he's a big time. He like works out with Triple H all this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. They were talking about how that's what they did. He was such high stress that basically for the next like two or three weeks they would do de-stressing, basically de-stressing workouts. Yeah. Where they wasn't over exuding the body and figuring out what's going on mentally. If you're not mentally in it, man, you're you're, yeah. you know, you're not gonna make physically gains here. right. Boy, you can. Linda said making gains. <laughs> oh snap! 
Because gains does not always have to be just thinking muscle. Linda's right? making gains. Oh, making gains in your progress. I'm not saying no. you're making gains. No, I was just I was throwing that it's out like there because social I mean, stigma. I like it. Yeah, exactly. Gains. That's what I'm saying. Like gains can be any kind of progress that, right. you're, that you're looking for. Like you know, think about when I first go ahead. No, you're good. Okay, when I first are you sure? Thank for you. now. Okay. I'll, I'll make a note. Yeah. <laughs> give me 45 seconds. Because I will forget. Hey, um, you got to jump in here. Yeah, be careful because I'm not forget. Anyway, um, no, when I first moved to Birmingham, I initially started working. Um, we call it the uh, Sports Performance no, Performance Testing Institute. And so uh, what we were doing is, well, it was just different types of tests. VO2 max tests, check your, you know, your blood, uh, blood oxygen level components, your uh, blood lactate levels, see your thresholds and stuff like that. Anyway, the most fascinating thing I think was that what one of the other co-founders um, was a uh, he's an endocrinologist, but he was a sports psychologist as well and sports endocrinologist. And so that was really the first time for me when I got exposed to how if you actually overtrain the body, how it starts to really break down. Uh, it can affect you like overtrain it, overdoing it. it can affect you mentally. It can affect um, your immune system. Um, so he would actually, these long distance runners, he would stay in communication with them whenever they traveled and, you know, they were training to get close to competition. Well, they would start getting sick. Like by overtraining, they would start developing different colds, that type yeah. of stuff. So he would have to really kind of work with them on, on specifically cutting back or whatever. But then, um, anyway, there's just, there's just other ways that going into it, but just like always pushing through is, is not the best. That's why you have to take a second and be, and really assess yourself. That's right. Yeah. I agree. Don't don't remember already. Oh, I didn't even write it down fast enough. <laughs> well, and what I was going to say too on, on that respect, and this kind of comes back to, for some reason, yet again, the New Year's resolution type of thing. Um, I had another friend of mine who, uh, she was an elite athlete, played volleyball, um, and uh, just was used to training at a, in a certain level. Well, she graduated, and then... Um, she got kind of into general fitness. So she flipped into that, you know, that kind of that drive. She, she flipped into, she became a personal trainer a little bit later. Um, but anyway, so she got to where she was running like multiple miles uh, a day. And, um, and she kind of pulled me to the side one day and she said, I don't understand. She said, I'm working out seven days a week. And, um, yeah, she said, we're working out seven days a week. And she said, my, my weight is going back up. She said, I've just gained four pounds. I lost all this weight, and now I'm starting to go the opposite direction. I said, do this. I said, uh, it was like Saturday or coming up. I said, don't run tomorrow. I said, text me when you're about to go run. So I talk you out of going to run. Mm -hmm. Sure. Because um, I said, you are fully overtraining. Your body yeah, is that's not, a you're not recovering, which mm -hmm. is huge. Um, and then her weight started to go back down. She started to feel better that she's getting out of her head. Anyway, this just amazes me the complexity of that. And that's, and that, that also translates into your uh, nutrition as well. If you're eating clean, 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 and you're not, you kind of stall out and you plateau, go have you a big old cheat meal. You'll wake up, you'll probably be down a couple of pounds. Yep. It's usually sometimes too much can also be too much of a good thing. can also be a bad thing too. I mean, if you kind of, you gotta allow yourself to rest and, and and listen to your body more than anything. Well, that's when your body does its repair work. Right, right. Is yeah. during the rest. If you don't ever rest, your body doesn't repair. It just keeps getting broken down, mm -hmm. broken down, broken down, and then it starts fighting you. So it's important rest. Well, that's a whole other. That's a whole. Yeah, that <laughs> really that really is a whole other topic because of it's just the way your body responds to it and the way your 
even your mind. I mean, creativity and clarity and that type oh, of stuff, which yeah. that's what we've been working on for the past couple of weeks, um, specifically in that. I had a, my, one of my mentors, uh, his strength coach at Alabama now, uh, Lou Denine. I'll give a shout out to him. He probably won't listen to this thing, though. Yeah, he might. But uh, you never know. Um, coach Lou. But he always had really cool analogies, which some people would probably classify them as more of like Yogi Berra analogies. Yeah. Like you say something, you're like, did he really? I don't understand the point. But no, he um, he he equated recovery, especially for an athlete, but for anybody, as to trying to hammer a nail, like trying to hammer a nail into a, a board. Yeah. And he said, if you're trying to drive that nail, do you just take the head of the you know the hammer and just press it into the nail, expecting it to drive? That, no, it's not going to go anywhere just because you're like yeah. holding it against it. He's like, recovery, if you pull like, it's like pulling the hammer back. Wow, it's like you recover, energy. and then when you come back through and you, you come back to it, smack you're, it. you're hammering the nail through so it allows you to make progress. That's a really good I thought that was analogy. Yeah, I, like that. I still use that one. Um, Damn. A lot of the other quote ones, of the day. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good, though. I mean, it, that quote, applies to all kinds of quote of the day for me was from my client this morning, and she said, planks are for, for, for the fall. She was like, it's too hot. <laughs> Thanks for the <laughs> That's well, funny. One of mine today was um, I wasn't meant to walk on my hands. Is I'm making him do walkouts. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was not meant to walk on my hands. Well, today you are. Today you're doing it. That's right. I was going to say, too, you know, I got into personal training. It was because I've been an athlete most of my life. I loved it. Loved it when I was in the Army. Like, I took took over and built programs for, for my unit and everything. And it, I loved it. But as I've gotten older, the health coaching, where where you can take the same principles from personal training and apply them to every aspect of somebody's life to help coach them into better health overall, has been exciting. So. Love it. So yeah. Anyway, well, I'm gonna have to go in a minute. That's fine. No, we'll close it here. I think here. In a yeah, second. I think I we're have... we're at about 53 minutes. It's pretty good for just a, a, a intro epo. Intro, epo. Yeah. Intro, episode. Well, it was uh, good for us. We finally, we finally kind of settled into it. Yeah. Um, I think these things could end up, you know, being a couple hours. But yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we, we discussed all kind of stuff, man. What our philosophies are. Kind of talked about each one of our uh, personal backgrounds. And, and we, we got into a little bit of philosophies of exercise for, and, and nutrition for us. I definitely think um, there's, you know, many podcast series down the line of these different yeah avenues and th things like that if there's anything else you guys want to add well, well that's what i was going to say that's one thing we want to do with this first podcast is kind of just kind of crack it all open to so you can really see what areas we plan to go but we want people's feedback like we yeah. actually want oh, people yeah. to comment share really know let us know what you want us to dive into because like for me like body image body image satisfaction is probably something that i've done a lot of research on yeah been around you actually had a client that uh, had what was it called uh, you body, body dysmorphia yeah body dysmorphia um, which I've interesting. read about it i've studied about it but that's a whole different to know that it's very you're making amazing like you look phenomenal but in your head you don't look anything like mm -hmm. that. And that also gets into, uh, get into like the effects of social media. Oh man. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's why I was like, I, I knew I'm that's a, it yeah, It's a huge segue. So yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll anyway. touch on that. Linda, any last comments? No, I think. Who are you um, going to train? Um, Jennifer and Leeds. Jennifer and Leeds. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Anything to add? Uh, you saved rounds for anyone? No, I didn't save much for today. So. All right. Well, guys, thanks for listening to the very first episode of the Muscle Mind podcast. 
right under it in just under, under an hour. We kind of talked about all kinds of things, but uh, again, we're proudly brought to you by and proudly sponsored by Home Fit. I like how you say it, Home Fit. Home Fit. Fitness okay. Consulting. Uh, you guys can check us out online at homefitconsulting.com if you guys have any questions. And please send in your questions, comments, bitches, moans, complaints, concerns about the podcast, anything you think we can do better, worse. I don't want mm-hmm. complaints. I, don't want I won't complaints. complaints. <laughs> I'm sure we'll hear complaints. If I sound like an idiot, tell me. Okay. Uh, right. I'm sure we'll get some complaints, but we want questions too. We want intelligent questions, please. Yeah, don't ask like why well, the sky is blue and shit, okay? We don't care about any of that. We want intelligent Good questions, do good topics. I mean, we've you've got you know at least two pretty damn smart people. I'm just here running the computer. Whatever. But two really <laughs> smart people here. Hey, I had a mentor tell me one time. He said, "There's no dumb questions, just dumb people that oh. ask them." <laughs> heard that before. There's no dumb questions, but dumb people that ask them. Oh, that ask them. Yeah, I've always heard that and, and asked them in there. I mean, hey, I don't think yeah. Ask whatever you want, except not the sky's blue. Somebody will probably ask that now. I can answer that question. But anyway, go ahead. That's right. Um, but uh, yeah, guys, thanks for tuning in to the very first uh, episode. Uh, we're going to try and do these, what, once a week? Once a week. Uh, get them all together and, and make them all sexy for you guys and push them out. So uh, again, thanks for listening. Have a good weekend. Thanks. Boom.